Welcome to another Higher Expertise with Sandian. Uh, my name is Israel Dennis. I'm here with Vic Patel. Vic, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Managed services, consulting, and staffing. I know we got a couple of questions from our audience with regards to what are the differences between the three. Right. So that's that's the main question, actually. What is the difference between managed services, consulting services, and staffing services? Um, to many people, they all sound pretty much the same just a way to get an employee, basically. and uh, But that's not really what it is, is it? No, it's definitely not. They're uh, very di different and distinct. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about what they are and how you would engage uh, one service versus the other. Uh, let's let's jump right into staffing. What, are, what do staffing agencies provide? What are the services that they provide and how would you use that versus consulting versus managed services? Sure. Um, staff, staffing agencies, I think, is the of the three, that's the one that most people are familiar with is the staffing agencies. Correct. And agencies are designed to help uh, any type of company, large, small, uh, find employees. that They can range from internships to temporary employees or temps, part-time, full-time employees, contract, as well as uh, freelanced employees. So... Uh, many companies who do not have the time to hire hire themselves turn to staffing companies to kind of help them out as far as uh, finding qualified candidates to interview. Definitely. And, and what we see on the staffing agency side is that you have a team of recruiters that post out jobs. Uh, generally, they, they have a job description that the client has provided, and then they post that on the job. They screen the candidates, schedule some interviews, and then they uh, get the, uh, the, the clients to approve or engage uh, these uh, consultants. Uh, what are some of the pros and cons of staffing agencies? So the agency will take the role of searching, uh, screening, interviewing potential candidates. So they're kind of like essentially working almost as an HR interview in the first place for you. Correct. So the, and and uh, it's the one that most people are f uh, familiar with. That's uh, a, a definitely an advantage. You're going to get uh, sort of pre-screened client uh, candidates. Candidates, yeah. And uh, as far as the disadvantages, of course. This is a traditional employee. You're going to be handling their payroll, invoices, benefits, all that stuff, basically. Correct. And and one of the things I want to add to what Vic just said is that sometimes you may get a full-time hire, sometimes you may get a temp, sometimes you may get a contractor or something like this. In in the case of a full-time hire, there's generally the recruiter or the staffing agency is going to charge a recruiting fee normally is between 15 to 30 45 percent what's the cost difference in between the three essentially what's the major difference between the three of them i, I think in, and we'll probably save that for last what's the mm -hmm. differences between all three uh what i want to say before we jump into that point is that the staffing agency you know does not uh have the uh, pool of candidates on their team they have to go out find these candidates uh, interview them, do a background check, make sure that they have what they say they have, uh, and then present them to the to the clients, right? Okay. And so yeah. they on the on the consulting side, and you'll see that here in a minute, is that you have the pool of expertise in your team of regular um, candidates that you have. On the staffing side, you you have to post a job, search for this candidate make sure that they have the expertise that they say they have and present that to the... So it's basically a, um, more of a, or a larger commitment on the part of the hiring company, basically, as far as costs are concerned, 
as far as time invested is concerned. Is that is that about right? Correct, correct. And then also keep in mind that they're they're a search for firms, right? So their their role is to search for that expertise. They're going to go out into the marketplace, find that expertise, bring it to the to the clients, and make sure that they can do the job. Sometimes they'll give you a guarantee if they're not happy with the consultant, they'll replace the so consultant. So they may give you like a okay, look, give them a try for three months. If they stick for three months, then yeah, then like, you collect essentially like, if he yeah yeah like a contract to hire or gotcha. uh, something something along those lines would be the case of okay. that. Okay, so now let's let's jump into consulting services. Yeah, what's the what's the major benefit of consulting services? Is basically uh, what I would say about the consulting services is generally on consulting is you're dealing with independent contractors, right? And so the consulting firm will likely have a pool of consultants that they're already working with. They have 15, 20, 100, 200 consultants that they're expert in one field. Right. Maybe they're a .NET developer, maybe they're an info consultant, maybe they're a workday consultant, but they have this pool of consultants already established. They've qualified them. So they know them well, basically. They know them very well. Yeah. They've qualified them. Uh, they, they're able to uh, they probably put some of these consultants already on a couple projects. They they have some working relationship with with these consultants, so they now are bringing them to you pre-qualified, pre, -qualified, pre uh, you know, with having some um, some expertise on what they've done. Gotcha. So for uh, a staffing agency, you may never uh, sort of uh, the staffing agency may never work with that person again. Or, or be the first time they've worked with, with them. them. Exactly. Right. And with right. a consulting company, it's someone you're very familiar with, very experienced with. You know their strengths and weaknesses. So you're getting somebody who, who has the knowledge to kind of take care of things for you, right? Yeah, correct, correct. And generally on the consulting side, these are not full-time hires, right? They're not contract to hire. They're going to be someone that's a, a contract basis, probably three to six months, maybe a little longer. Uh, but they're contractors for right. a specific so duration. Of course, that means that you're not going, the, the hiring company is not going to be responsible for their benefits and things of that nature, basically retirement plans, 401ks and all that. Correct. They don't have to deal with all of that, right? Correct, correct. They, if they are uh, a consultant of that consulting firm, the consulting firm will handle all They'll that stuff. They'll take care of all of that all stuff. stuff. So the, the, ultimately, the end client is not responsible for No, all that. correct, correct. And on the consulting side, you know, there are going to be consulting firms that are operating like a staffing firm, but they call themselves a consulting firm. Mm -hmm. uh, what the difference is that they would hire contractors on their team, mm -hmm. and then they would engage these consultants for different projects. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, as far as a, a consultant is concerned, have you seen it where um, a consultant gets hired onto a project Say the project was supposed to last a year or so, the project lasts a year, and that person, that consultant becomes a permanent employee? Yeah, we've seen it where clients actually hire consultants from consulting firms on their team. This is typical of larger organizations that have a big team of consultants. Uh, the, the healthcare organization may engage that consultant, bring them in as a CFO or higher level uh, employee in the organization. So we have seen um, or organizations hire consultants from consulting firms at a, like a higher level um, approach. And, and for the consulting firms, for the consulting services companies, you know, that's usually in their uh, best interest to have 
one of their employees inside the organization. And so we, we've seen some of those. Generally, there's a clause on the uh, contract for the consulting services that says if you hire our consultant, these are the rates that we've pre-negotiated uh, before the contract is, gotcha. is executed. Um, and so, yeah, we've seen a number of things on the consulting And it's good side. for the end client because they get kind of an idea of the, the work habits and so forth and the skills that the person has that they're hiring. Correct, correct. Uh, the other thing I want to mention on the, on the consulting side is that uh, again, qualifications of the consultants are already pre-established. Pre They're generally specific in nature, so you have a workday consulting firm, they are specific to that expertise, or they, they may have specific niche of what the expertise are, right? Whereas a staffing agency, they could be like an HR firm going out there seeking these kinds of expertise. Um, so consultings are very specific to the expertise themselves, IT, you know, ERP, uh, specific needs. Right, now let's jump into managed services now. Let's, let's talk a little bit about managed services and where it falls within the three categories that we were discussing today. Yeah, in my opinion, I think managed services is the way to go. Uh, we are seeing more and more applications demand more and more expertise and a broad range of capabilities, right? So, so what we, uh, for what I wanna say about managed services is that what, when you engage a managed services firm to provide managed services, ex, uh, services, you give them the opportunity to manage your applications. So they are in charge of ensuring that your applications are running smoothly, that they're doing all the support. The burden of managing that application now is, is shifted from the client to the managed services provider. In the case of an application, your backups, your patches, your support, your upgrades, those are handled by the managed services firm. Okay. And in some cases, the managed services then has the responsibility to engage you know, with the consulting firms, the staffing firms, to, pro to get the expertise that they need on their team if they don't have it, to be able to provide the services that they've agreed to. Right, so now, take um, a, a company that has a, a large scale project going on, various applications being used, uh, how does that how does that work with managed services basically where does the expertise come in at that point yeah and what what we see is that even if you have your own it uh, environment or your it team and managed services firm will provide or augment uh, your team right maybe you have a lean organization and you need a managed services provider to provide technical expertise functional expertise project management expertise and so you engage the project the managed services firm to provide that extra support that you need to be able to run those applications. Uh, in our case, we provide managed services, so we have a team of consultants that have functional technical development expertise, and we augment their, their, uh, the uh, client's IT team to provide the support necessary to uh, make sure that their applications are running smoothly. So because of the knowledge that's required, basically, with some of these projects and the complexities that are involved, essentially the, the company is kind of moving the burden onto the managed services company to finding the talent so that they can handle all the issues that may arise as, as far as that's concerned. Correct, right? and, 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 and some of these could include, you know, your upgrades, your patches, you're migrating to the cloud. Maybe you're running Windows 2008 and you need to migrate to 2012. The whole technology expertise, that burden of managing that falls right into our uh, our services, right? That's where we come in and that's where we add value. 
we take on the responsibility of ensuring that you have the right expertise, that we have the team that you need to be able to be successful on our side, and that's where the value comes in. Okay. And, and can you discuss, um, can you discuss um, how, um, how managed services allows the company itself to kind of fun uh, focus more on what they do? Essentially. Yeah, that, that's a good point. You know, one of the one of the things that that uh, the value that we add is, you know, instead of you having to focus on finding a DBA or a Workday or an Infor or a PeopleSoft consultant or having that in your team, you come to us. We are t uh, going to manage that application, and so you can focus on your core business. A single point of contact to handle all, all your IT needs. Single point of contact. We have a client success manager. Instead of going out to the consulting firms and to the staffing firms, you come to us. We take on the responsibility of that managing that application. We have the technical expertise, the functional expertise, the PM, the success manager, and then we take on that role. And even if the clients have an IT team or a functional team, we augment that and we work together with them. We work together with the software vendor to have and provide the expertise that they need to be successful. Great. Now, I jumped the gun a little bit earlier with uh, discussing um, the cost, but can we let's talk about the difference between the three as far as what the cost is to the company. Right. I think in, in my opinion, you know, you're going to you're going to see some benefit from all three of them. Uh, on the staffing side, you're going to have a recruiting fee. Generally, they're, they're anywhere between 15 to 50 percent of the salary, initial salary of the employee. Uh, that's going to be you would engage a staffing firm if you have a full-time hire, right? right? You're trying to hire for internal role. You need someone to go out there, post your job. You're probably having a difficult time getting candidates to come to your pool. These staffing firms will generally call your competitors. They'll try to recruit from them, and then they'll try to get you some qualified uh, consultants, and they'll provide some sort of guaranteed, right? The cost there is going to be it's generally based on the salary, initial salary of mm -hmm. that employee. Right, a percentage um, of that, basically. Yeah, it's a percentage of that. And okay. you can negotiate that based on how many needs you have. If you have a lot of staffing needs, then generally the margins will, will shrink, shrink a little, a little bit. bit. Mm -hmm. um, I recommend that if you have a big pool of, of full-time employees that you want to hire on, uh, but it doesn't work well for having you know a specific a team of consultants that you want to engage for say upgrading your application, that right. staffing model does not work well for the 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 other one, which is consulting expertise, right? right. How about consulting? Yeah. Yeah, on the consulting side, what the benefit there is that you're going to get experts that have done a specific project multiple times. Right. Right. You're going to get someone that, for example, an upgrade. This consultant probably has done three or four upgrades, so they generally have, or the consulting firm may have expertise on integrating an application, upgrading your environment. So they have a specific expertise that they need for a short shorter period of time, right? So you may not need one, somebody that's there all the time for you. You just need them for six months, a year, 18 months, something like that. Correct. Gotcha. And then on the, on the managed services, generally this is going to be kind of like an outsource model. You know, we don't call it outsource model anymore because uh, that uh, it's it's more than that, right? It's more than ma outsourcing. And here, managed services is you you uh, engage the partner to manage your your application, right? 
And so they have the responsibility of ensuring the application is successful, that they have the right expertise. The burden of finding these, these expertise now does not lie on, on your team. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it's, the managed services, I think, is the best of all three, in our opinion, just because you, you, you engage a partner to work with you. That partner has the sole responsibility of ensuring that they have the expertise. They generally have multiple clients that they manage, so their team are well-versed on the application, well-versed on, on what's required, and, and they can uh, ensure that you're successful. Would you say it's kind of like best of both worlds? Because you have essentially, it's almost like having a full IT staff. Correct. Uh, and, but with the smooth uh, sort of costs that, are, uh, that you have with having a, a full-time employee. Yeah, correct, correct. Or employees for that matter. Correct. Yeah. And we're finding that more and more clients as they go to the cloud, you know, they don't want to have a big IT team, mm -hmm. right? They don't have their applications. Uh, they don't have their, their hardware infrastructure in-house. They generally have outsourced that to, a, to Azure or Amazon or these kinds of things. But they, and they also need the, the workforce to shrink. They want to control costs at the organization level. They don't want to have the risk of having turnovers and retraining right. these kinds of employees. And so they engage a managed services partner to provide the necessary expertise and necessary support to make sure they're, they're successful. A, a hospital would be a good example of this. Right. Their, their primary focus is ensuring that they're having the, the best patient care. Right. But they have the applications that they need to run. They have to have that, yeah. And so, and so engaging a managed services firm like ours to help them manage both their ERP and their clinical application just makes a whole lot of sense financially. We're going to be talking a little bit more about managed services uh, on some of our other podcasts. We hope you find these uh, informative. We encourage you to reach out to us. Vic and I are here to take your question. We also, if you're a consultant or you're you know, a technology specialist, we welcome you to be part of our podcast and join us in our conversations. We're going to have a number of topics that we want to talk about, and so we encourage you to come and uh, welcome you to be part of our uh, podcast here.